Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about the marriage lessons learned from the time spent at the beach and how to implement them into your marriage. And I want you to think about this anonymous quote that says, attitude is the difference between an ordeal and an adventure. It's true. Every aspect of marriage can come back to that quote right there. And and we're going to be digging into that as we talk about lessons learned at the beach. But we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new, first of all, welcome. Tony and I are so happy to have you join us. Yes. And you may be wondering, what's this thing called a hug? Well, a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has had breakthrough or restoration. And and each and every week, you get to hear those journeys here at the start of the show. And this week's hug is sponsored by Ethos Life Insurance. And you can check them out at one.getethos.com. And Ethos is a company that is reinventing life insurance. They take something so complex and make it so simple. And in doing so, they help families where they are most in need. Mm -hmm. Consumers can use Ethos to apply for term life insurance online in 10 minutes. Hey, and Elisa and I have applied for term life insurance a number of times over our years. I'm telling you, in 10 minutes, that is record-breaking numbers. It's awesome. There are no medical exams, no paperwork, or weeks of back and forth with an agent. And we know that this process can be complex. Like Tony was just saying, we've done it ourselves. And and the thing is, you know that you need life insurance. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times that process can, can make it feel overwhelming and just too much of a challenge or too much of a burden. And here's what we love about Ethos. They know that your family life is busy. And so they want to help you get that coverage quickly. So make sure that you go and apply for free at one.getethos.com. You're already online. You're listening to the show, whether it's on your phone or on your computer. Take that next step and apply for coverage. You're going to sleep better knowing that your family is taken care of because life insurance is what you get to bring peace of mind to your family and to yourself. Mm-hmm. So apply for free at one.getethos.com. And that's one.getethos.com. Thank you for that. So this hug comes from a Facebook review that we recently received. This person says, my marriage hit its all-time low during year 13. Mm. At that time, our children were four, seven, and nine, and we had gotten really comfortable. I was really comfortable with rejecting my husband's advances, and he Mm. was really comfortable with expressing what we now know was his repressed anger toward me. Mm. It hit me hard when he told me that he felt like my lowest priority and hinted at separating. See, even though we were constantly fighting, we were also constantly talking. Thank God. Mm. Talking is what helped us push through and see from each other's perspectives as hard as it was. I'm an opinionated Brooklyn girl and in my growth as a parent didn't want to admit that it was at the expense of my husband. We went to counseling and, and the counselor confirmed that we had the love and the tools, but what we really needed was to better learn how to communicate our emotions properly. 
I found One Extraordinary Marriage about six months ago. All right. I love listening to all your history together and spelling it out for couples. And that was exactly what my husband and I had been trying to find. We've grown so much as a couple. And in the time I've been listening, we've gone from good to great. Mm. Thank you so much for your podcast. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it, man. So honored and blessed to have you guys part of the one family. And for all of you, like Elisa said at the top of the show, we're, we're so blessed and honored to be able to speak to you guys each and every week and to our new listeners. Welcome. We're happy you're here. Absolutely. And as Tony said at the top of the show, we're talking about lessons learned from the beach. And a lot of you, if you've been listening to us over the course of this year, you know that I've been on this thousand mile challenge, right? On January one, I committed to, to walking a thousand miles. And if you want to know more about it, just Google thousand mile challenge. And as part of this, Tony had said, you know what? I'm not going to do the full challenge with you. Not my, you know, he's like, I'm, hey, I'm hey, I hiked from Mexico to Canada 18, 18 years ago, so 2,658 miles. miles, add some more here and there. I've done that four and a half months. Got it. I'm good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But he did say, you know, as I was embarking on this, that, you know, over the weekends he would come out cause I like to walk the beaches on the weekends and he's like, I'll, I'll go walk the beach with you. Mm-hmm. And so we've been doing this all year. And if you've been listening for a while, you, you've heard us talk about our walk and talks. Well, we do them regularly on the weekend on the beach here in San Diego. And out of one of these walk and talks, one of these beach walks, Tony's like, you know, we just started throwing out the question of, oh, I wonder if there's a way to walk the California coast. Yeah. And I had heard about the coastal trail when I was hiking the Pacific Crest Trail in 2000. All those through hikers. Yeah. So people, especially when you're through hiking and, and you got long distance hikers, they're talking about different trails, different areas. And I had heard about it didn't really know if it existed or not. So we start tossing around this idea of what would that look like, you know, and, th- and then all the what ifs and the could we start coming out, right? Like, could we, could we really make time to do this? And, and could we do it when we haven't really done any long distance hiking in the last like 15, 16, maybe even 17 years? Yeah. I, I want to say the last time Elisa and I did anything of this duration was in 1999, the year prior to me hiking the Pacific Crest Trail, we did a 40-mile loop called the Ray Lakes Loop out of Kings Canyon Sequoia National Park. How many miles did I do with you when we when I came out and hiked part of this section, the PCT? Oh, okay, yes, it, 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 not counting the PCT. I, I did, I did do one section, and I think that section was probably around like 60 miles. Okay, I'm just, I'm like, I yeah. thought I was on the PCT with you, and, and and then it became, you know, as we started looking at the California coastal trail and what would that look like? Could we even go back to those distances that Tony and I, you know, would hike when we were significantly younger? Yeah. Right. Cause if you're, if you're here is talking about 2000, well, that was 18 years ago, significantly younger. And yeah, that's so true about things in marriage too. We, we get these ideas, we start thinking about things and then all of the, all of the what ifs and could we's mm-hmm. start coming out. And it's what happens after those questions start to come. Right? Do you just be like, eh, that might be too hard. We're not going to do it. And we said, well, what if? Mm-hmm. Right? And so, of course, you know, this is 2018. And so we Google everything. And, and when Tony said, I think there's a real trail, well, I went and Googled it. And there is. It's called the California Coastal Trail. And, and I laugh even as I say that because that's how so many of you found this podcast. Right. right. You Googled marriage or marriage podcast and, you know, up popped the one extraordinary marriage show. And you're like, okay, well, let me just investigate a little bit further. So it's so neat. The parallels between this journey and marriage mm-hmm. and the fact that even so many of you are listening here. And, and so I start Googling the trail and, and they mentioned this book. And so of course I go to Amazon 
right? And Amazon's got the book. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. Game on. And then comes the beginning of the logistics. Yeah. Right. Logistics are not my forte, I will have to say. I'm more of a... (laughs) Tony's like, yes, there's a trail. Let's do it. There's a trail. Let's go do it, you know, and let's go have fun. Alisa is more the, we need to know where the ins and outs are and what what, what are the beaches like and low tides and high tides and how are we going to make this all work? So if you've ever wondered if opposites attract and can make marriage work, you're listening to that right now. Up to the final, up to the day of us honestly starting, I was still more like, hey, it'll all work out. And Elisa is still checking the tides. Yes. (laughs) Because here's the thing, when you're hiking the coast, right, and you're between the beach and the ocean, high tide and low tide is a real is a real concern for you. And for those of you who have been to San Diego before and have visited our beaches, some of our beaches have cliffs that are between, (laughs) you know, the ocean and where you would exit. So if you're in high tide, high tide can hit the cliffs. And we're not talking like ankle deep. We're talking high tide can hit those cliffs, you know, knee, you know, thigh high and even higher. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, Tony starts talking about, you know, sharing with you guys how I'm looking at logistics. Well, we had to also plan when, you know, every day if we're walking at low tide, when that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we found this window where there would be two low tides every day for during daylight hours, right? Yep. So one right around sunrise and then one, you know, early evening. And I'm like, that's our window, which if you just heard me say sunrise meant that we were also going to have to get up, mm-hmm. crack a dawn to be on the beach at sunrise. Yeah. And for those of you who followed us and our Instagram stories, you would see us out there. You know, I think the second day we're out there at 5.30 AM leaving from Moonlight Beach. Um, So we were out there. And if you haven't checked out our Instagram, just go to Instagram and search One Extraordinary Marriage. You'll find us. And so, you know, as we stand here before the microphones, we are happy to report that over the course of three and a half days, Mm -hmm. we did do the sections from Oceanside to the Mexi- Oceanside Pier, Oceanside Pier to the mm-hmm. Mexican border, mm-hmm. which is about sixty-five miles, and and we learned so much about marriage, which is typically how things happen for Tony and Elisa when we go and do any type of adventure. We start realizing that what we're doing, and I want to share this with you because I think it'll actually open your eyes that what you do in your day to day really gives you lessons about the marriage itself. Yeah. And I just want to share like a little bit about our trip before we dive into how this impact impacted our marriage and can impact yours as well with the day to day of what you're doing. So just as, cause I like getting to the nitty gritty of the like mileage. So our first day we ended up doing 13 miles from Oceanside Pier to Moonlight Beach. Um, we hit the end of that actually as the cliffs were there, high tide was coming in. So we were making a little bit of a, a mad dash to get to Moonlight Beach. And then the next morning we woke up and we went from Moonlight Beach to Torrey Pines in the morning low tide. And then the next and, and then the next high tide that came that afternoon, we went from Torrey Pines all the way to Pacific Beach Pier. The next morning we woke up and we went from the PB Pier all the way. And that was mainly, we had some coastal hike for about three or four miles. And then we did a lot of street walking because we get around uh, downtown and Point Loma. So we got up and we were doing a little bit of street hiking, but we were also on Sunset Cliffs. And we ended up along the harbor, caught the ferry and ended up at the Hotel Del Coronado, which is 
a, an amazing hotel here and a historic landmark. If you have never seen it, check it out. I mean, look, look it up, uh, Hotel Del Coronado. And then our final day, got up first thing in the morning, and we went from the Hotel Del to the border, and that ended up being, so we did a 13-mile day, a 22-mile day, a 19-mile day, and then the final day was just over nine, maybe, right, just over nine, maybe mm -hmm. 10 miles, mm -hmm. and that finished off the entire trip. And uh, so, yes, it, as we shared with somebody the other night, they're like, you basically were doing a couple of marathons. Mm -hmm. If that helps you put it in perspective, yeah, it was like a marathon and a marathon and a half, a marathon and a third, right, over the course of three days. And and there were so many things that came out about this journey that we we need to share with you. Mm -hmm. because it's not just Tony and Elisa walk 65 miles. Yay. They got to see the coast. Okay, great. It, it starts with the fact that in your marriage, just like in planning this journey, that the teamwork makes the plan work, right? Teamwork makes the marriage work because even though Tony's not like getting in the weeds with all the logistics and the low tides and things like that, he knew enough to say, I better listen to what she has to say about the tides because if I start, you know, at a time, if I say, well, we're just going to start at this time, well, we could have been walking at high tide and, and facing challenges that we didn't need to face. True. Yeah. It, it definitely had to, Hey, when Elisa went into, let's get the, let's go into logistics mode and knowing what was going on. I honestly just, Hey, that's where you, that's where you thrive. And, and, and honestly, Elisa gets a ton out of that. She, she loves it. It allows her to know what's happening. And so for me, all I had to be willing to do, and this can sometimes be hard for many of us in marriage is just listen mm -hmm. and take direction. I didn't have to confront her every time she told me something. I just had to listen and take direction and say, okay, if that's what you've seen, then that's what we got to do. And sometimes she would show me and be like, okay, this is this is fine. You've, you've researched it. You've done it. Let's go. I don't have to waste my time, energy in combating her about it mm -hmm. and trying to be right. She's already looked it up. Let's move on. Let's, let's go. Well, and we saw this play out because at one point in time, when the first day, even though we were at low tide, the tide was higher than we were expected. Yes. And so we had to get up on streets and we actually overshot because we were just, we were having such a good conversation. We overshot a turn that we needed to make. And all of a sudden I'm like, um, I think we're off here. And Tony said, no problem. I actually saw a cut through maybe half a mile back. And if he hadn't been observant, we would have ended up basically walking in a big circle. Mm -hmm. And so it's playing, playing to your strengths, right? And, and that's where, you know, you get into this place where sometimes you're side by side and sometimes one of you has to take the lead. Yeah. And a lot of this trip, we were side by side mm -hmm. other than when Elisa would be like, we got to make it to the ferry. And then she took off on me. And I think many of you have heard how early on when we used to go hiking together, I would take off on Elisa. And for some reason, she would just get into her little hiking mode there and boom, put her head down and she would take off. Here's the thing I learned though that I missed so many years ago. Having my wife walk in front of me is the best view ever. I'm so glad that we actually had friends point that out to you when we met them for lunch on Saturday. <laughs> because we had friends pick us up in Coronado and they had said to, you know, Tony was explaining this and in my defense, Tony said, babe, we're going to need to make that ferry. And so I'm like, game on, let's go like power walking. And I keep looking, I'm like, why is he behind me? And our friend was like, uh, dude, 
why have you never walked behind her? <laughs> and I appreciate that because sometimes you don't think about the different perspective. That's right. Right. And, and, and you know, you choose to do married life side by side, make that choice because there, there's a partnership that comes from being side by side, but it's also knowing when does one of you have to take the lead, right? If you tell me we got to be somewhere, then I'm like, let's go. If you tell me we need to make plans, I'm like, let's do it. Right. And, and there were times when I'm like, I don't know what's up around that cliff. And Tony's like, I'll take the lead. Mm-hmm. Right. It's playing to your strength. And, and, and because of that, you can get a different perspective, right? We have lived in San Diego County for 15 years, 15, a little years. bit more than 15. In all of that time, there are, there are beaches that we've never been to just because you kind of, you know, wherever you live, you kind of go. You fi- yeah. You find the ones that are closest to you and you find the ones that you like and that's where you stick. And I will tell you, our eyes were opened mm-hmm. during this trip. Absolutely. Because I've always seen San Diego from the freeways, right? I've always seen the beaches from like my little bubble. I've always seen, well, like, you know, we just drive down, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to go from Oceanside to the border, there are freeways mm-hmm. that will take me there. I've been on the beaches at low tide, but we had a couple of low tides that were extreme low tides. So we were like way, way out on like, like rock Reefs. reefs and stuff that I've never seen before, even though I've been walking the coast for the last six months. And all of a sudden you look over and you see homes and you see the rock and it's things that you haven't seen before because you chose to do something. We chose to do something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's sometimes what has to happen in your marriage. You have to put yourself in a slightly different situation, maybe getting up a little earlier, maybe, maybe, you know, doing something that you haven't done before to get a different perspective to say, Hey, what does this look like? Because we can get in our marriages, we can get so tunnel focused, so laser focused on, on one problem or one situation that we don't step back and say, I wonder what that looks like if I just pull myself back just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I would say during the child rearing years, especially when they're younger, we can get so tunnel vision and we can lose the perspective. We can lose that 30,000 foot view of what our marriage is really about. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, having a high schooler and a middle schooler, Elise and I didn't, we didn't go through those years the way we, we're sharing now. Because I think in those years, we should have been t- taking a step back. And instead, we were just head down. If anything, the show here was was our, sh- our saving grace. Mm-hmm. We were able to get together each week and, and start talking about this because eight and a half years ago when we started this show, our kids were still young. And I think this was our saving grace at least to get some some perspective on our lives and on our marriage to take us to where we are today. Absolutely. And you know, as we talk about that perspective and, and we've touched on it a little bit is every beach in San Diego, I didn't know this. Like I thought, you know, we'd go to the beach. We typically go to Fletcher Cove, Solana Beach, Del Mar, Torrey Pines area. That's just, that's just where we are. Yeah. Where we are. Those are the ones we go to. And so I know those beaches. I know what the sand is like. I know what the rock formations are like. That's what I know. And now I literally know what the beaches are like. We know what the beaches are like from Oceanside to the Mexican border. And I will tell you, there is so much variety mm-hmm. in the beach. There are these subtle differences that you wouldn't know unless you spent the time walking through them. Yeah, from 
from, I would say, from the grain of the sand, mm -hmm. right? Because there are definitely times when we were on it and you could tell it was more coarse. Um, I would say the wind. Sure. The heat, because you would be up against these cliffs and the sun would be coming down and it would just hold it in. There would be no wind or very little. Um, I'm thinking even south of the Hotel Del Coronado, we got on that beach there and it was just full. I'm, I'm telling you, just full of clams, small ones and Little big baby ones. ones. Yeah. I mean, it was just amazing to see it to other beaches that were rocky, like up in Carlsbad area. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like these, these, I don't know, I don't want to say small pebbles, but they're just pebble size and you're trying to walk on those rocks and it's such a different bigger feel. ones. Yeah. yeah. And the only way that we would have ever known that these beaches had so much variety was because we spent so much time on them, in them, around them. And that, that knowledge now that we have about the beach, like somebody could come to San Diego and say, well, I want to go to the beach. And now the question is not going to be, well, sure, well, I'll just drive you to the beach. What are you looking for? How crowded do you want it to be? How, you know, like what kind of sand do you, I have all these pieces of information now. And the same thing is true about spending time with your spouse, mm -hmm. right? There are subtle differences from the day that you met until today, however long the two of you have been together, there have been big changes going on with your spouse and subtle ones. And, and the only way that you know those subtle differences is to spend time to really get to know your spouse the way that you got to know them when you were first courting them. Right. It's not just like, well, you know, you're just, you're who you are, right? Like a beach is a beach, but it's not. It's not. And here's one, here's one way I would say to get to that. We have a book called connect like you did when you first met 101 questions for married couples. Get that because what we find is that we're talking about the same thing. And if you want to go back to a place where you're asking and learning to about each other again, you're going to have to ask different questions. Mm -hmm. So you can check that out at connectlikeyoudid.com. So as we wrap up the last few lessons that we learned, we want to make sure that we thank this week's, sponsor, this week's sponsor, Ethos Life Insurance. And one way to make your summer a little bit easier is to apply for your own life insurance coverage. And you can do that today at one.getethos.com. Now, as we were wrapping up our hike as we were going from Mexico to getting to the Mexican border, there was something that became very apparent in that place because we, you actually have to drive to Borderfield State Park. Mm -hmm. You can't cross the Tijuana River estuary, so you have to like drive around and then hike. And well, well, you can. The, the problem is, is that it's polluted. Right, and we made and deep, and so we made the and option deep, not and to. It, it, yeah, we're just not going to do that. But you climb up to Borderfield State Park, and it's very apparent that Border Patrol is all around that park. And, you know, we, we talked about guardrails in last week's show and, and you get to Borderfield State Park and you can see the wall, you can see the fences and whatnot. And the thing is, is that we got there and I wanted to take a picture, right? I'm like, I didn't do all of this to not have a picture at the end. Right. That's the way it was. Yeah. And, and so I go up to the border agent and I'm like, uh, can I go down there and take a picture, you know, all nice and everything? And he's like, absolutely. Very serious. Just don't go past the fence. I'm like, yes, sir. You know, whatever. And in that moment, last week's show like popped into my head because that border and his, his instruction to me, don't go past that fence. It was there to keep me safe. Right. It, it was a border that was put in place. I had permission to go up to it and not go past it. 
Mm-hmm. And it's what we talked about last week. We don't have borders to hold people in and to say, you know, you're going to lose your freedom. We have those guardrails in place to say, I want to keep you safe. And that's something that your marriage needs. And, yeah. and if, you, if you didn't get enough of it in that, you know, couple minutes that we were just talking about it, go back and listen to last week's show. Yep. Uh, we'll even put a link in it. That way it's just, it's easy right for there. you when you come there. And then finally, it's important in marriage to remember that it's not about the destination. It's about the journey that the two of you are on. Because when we started at the Oceanside Pier, the Mexican border was our destination, right? 65 miles in front of us along the coast, go get there. And like I just told you, you can drive there. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, I... you can come to San Diego. You can hop in a car. If you live in San Diego, you can hop in a car. Pull up on Google Maps, Porterfield State Park. You know, you drive into the park. You pay your you know, five dollars. You can go to where, you know, the monument is and you can hop out and you can have the same pictures that we do. And I would even suggest go do it. It, it get get out, see something new. You know, wherever it may be where you live, mm-hmm. there might be a state park or some cool county park that you've never thought about, but it's right there half an hour away, maybe 45 minutes away. It might be the thing you need to spark an adventure, mm-hmm. to spark a trek, to spark something that will give you perspective on your marriage that you haven't had yet. So it's amazing what can happen. I, I, I prefer, you know, personally, us going on and taking this challenge and seeing that state park in this way. And yet there have been times Elisa and I've driven to places and it sparked the conversation mm-hmm. to get something started that we didn't even know we had in us. Right. And, you know, as you think about this, it's, you start saying, okay, what's going to be our journey? Right. Because in marriage, so many people, you know, they stand up on their wedding day and, and basically are saying, we want the happily ever after. Mm-hmm. That's the destination that we're going for. We're going for happily ever after. That's what I want. Well, you know, the question becomes, are you taking the shortcut where you hop in the car and you drive to the end and, and you try and circumvent all of the adventure, all of the ins and outs, all of the sore feet. Trust me, we had a lot of sore feet. Mm-hmm. All of the, you know, rushing to catch. Are, are you trying to circumvent all that just to get the picture at the end? Or are you saying, you know what? Yeah, I want happily ever after, but I'm going to take the journey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to so get up early so some days because I got to catch the easy way to get you know, the low tide. Or I'm going to walk side by side. I'm going to hold your hand over the slippery rocks. right? Are, are you going to do what it takes? Are you going to go on that journey with your spouse to get to happily ever after? Because I'm telling you, Tony and I are coming up on 22 years. Our marriage, no joke, guys, is better than it's ever been. But we've put a lot of journey time into getting it. There was a season in our marriage where we were just trying to like, like hop over all the journey stuff and just get to happily ever after. Like, just give me the happily ever after fairy dust. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, is when we got in the game and said, this is a journey towards a destination, then all of a sudden the marriage changed. I'd love to say it was all of a sudden. It was actually a process. It was, it was a process of 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, being on this journey together, doing different things, learning. And let me say this too. The journey we just took and the lessons we learned being on the beach weren't all easy. Don't, don't, please do not get the impression that Elisa and I were just skipping down the beach and joyful the whole entire time. No, there, there were, there were, there were some frustration on both parts Mm -hmm. with each other. 
with what we had to do, getting back to, to the car or getting to a, co- a cafe or to getting around a certain bend or how long were we going to go? Or So don't, don't think that this was all just happy-go-lucky. We had our moments. Mm-hmm. And yet it's in those moments we learned, okay, we need, to, we need to change the way we're doing something here so we can finish. And it all comes about when you start to realize that you can't get to happily ever after without a few key things, right? You can't do, get there. You can't take those lessons and do it unless you put forth the effort. Yeah. Right. You have to, you have to put forth effort. Both of you have to put forth effort, which leads to the teamwork that the two of you bring. It's spending. And and I just want to say teamwork, use your skills and ability to come together to make you both stronger. Mm Mm-hmm. So you know what your skills and ability are. You know what your spouse's skills and ability are. Together, you're stronger. Don't try to smash your spouse down and, and, and smother them out. Allow them to shine. Mm-hmm. Your marriage will be so much stronger for it. Mm-hmm. And, and you get there. The, w- the way that you know what your spouse's strengths are is by spending time together, right? It is investing in that time, investing in getting to know them today, the way that you got to know them all those yesterdays mm-hmm. ago, it's it's taking that conscious decision to look at things from a different perspective. It's saying, you know what, I'm going to walk by your side today and there may be times when I have to step in front of you or even step behind you to support you, right? Sometimes you lead, sometimes you support, and sometimes you walk side by side. And it's putting borders around your marriage so that you know that within those borders, within those guardrails, you are doing everything that you can to get to the destination. And as I close, I just want you to know that marriage is the most amazing adventure. It's one of the most amazing journeys the two of you will ever get on and be on together. So do it together. Yeah. All right, you guys. Those are our lessons from our trek down the San Diego County coast. We hope that it encourages you to try something different. Hey, you, you may not be into trekking and walking long distances. We get it. That's, that's us. What is it about you guys that can take you on an adventure that will take you out of the, take you out of your comfort zone and challenge you to see your marriage from a completely different light. And through that process, You guys are going to go stronger. You guys are going to learn more about each other. And in the end, you are going to say, this is where we're headed on our marriage journey. Mm -hmm. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.